Welcome back to Dropping the Needle 2.0, Episode 1. We welcome our brand new co-host, Tommy Summers. And this week, we talk about Motley Crue, the final tour, the end. And or is it is really? It really? And more importantly, what's up with a $4,000 VIP package? Hey everybody, welcome back to the newly relaunched Dropping the Needle. I am one of your two original co-hosts, Michael Brandvold, and I'm joined by Mitch LaFon. Yep. And we now want to welcome a brand new third co-host joining us, Tommy Summers. Tommy. Hi, guys. So Good day, Tommy. For those of you who have listened to us on our KISS show, Three Sides of the Coin, you know all about Tommy. He's uh, our third co-host on Three Sides of the Coin. And, uh, you know, we had kind of put dropping the needle on a little hiatus, I don't know, six months, because it just wasn't going anywhere. We just kind of felt like we were spinning our wheels with it. Um, we were, Mitch and I kind of discussed where do we want to do, how do we want to rethink this, and basically what we wanted to do was take what we were doing with Three Sides of the Coin, which was focused entirely on KISS, but we wanted to take that concept and open it up to all music. And right. Three Sides of the Coin is the three of us being opinionated, talking about our feelings about what's going on in the KISS world. Well, we want to do that for all of music, and dropping the needle seems like it would be perfect. We're going to cut back, maybe have none, I don't know, but we're dramatically cutting back having the guests that we had coming on and doing performances. That was fun, but it just wasn't going anywhere. You know, no disrespect to the people we had on as guests because they were all very cool, but it just got no traction. It's like, who wants to hear another interview with Warrant? Who wants to hear another interview with so-and-so? It just, it wasn't getting anywhere. And I think what we learned with Three Sides of the Coin was our opinions, not that they're great opinions, it's just the fact that their opinions really connected with people. Right. Because people can agree and disagree with us, and they love to talk about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just everybody's got an opinion, and, and you know, we're not here to kind of reveal the facts of the newest album. We're going to talk about what we think about the newest album, but it's just our opinions on it. And hopefully that can get a little discussion going. So. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Tommy, welcome. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate you having me on like this. I think it'll be a lot of fun, and it'll be great to get an opportunity to talk about other bands. Yeah, yeah. This, this should be fun. I mean, I think musically, the three of us kind of gel nicely. Um, we, we like a lot of the same stuff, but we've got, I think, some distinct different opinions about a lot of the same stuff. So, Very much. Um, you know, we're not looking to make this a constant three-way battle. I know some people on three sides of the coin would want three sides of the coin to always be three people who have distinctly different opinions about everything, and that's not what this is about. If, well, that'd be disingenuous. Yeah, if I mean, if we agree, that's great. If we disagree, that's great. It's just, I, I hate to keep coming back to it because I describe all of my um, shows like this, but it's like three guys getting together and bullshitting in a bar. That's literally all we want to do. Sometimes you agree, sometimes you disagree, but... When you're sitting there for two hours drinking beers, what do you talk about? Music. Yeah. Finance. 
<laughs> Kiss shower curtains. So, so here, I'm, I'm throwing this out right away. Curveball. So on three sides of the coin, we have the, um, the Vinnie Vincent tip jar. Right. Where every time we say Vinnie Vincent, we have to put a dollar in. Mm -hmm. I think for dropping the needle, we have the Kiss tip jar. Okay. Anytime we say kiss, we got to put a dollar in this tip jar. And that's going to be tougher than Mitch, you're going to be broke. <laughs> it's going to be Mitch is going to be broke before this first episode is over. Oh lord. I didn't say anything. No, nope, yeah, you don't I know, have to. But you will. <laughs> you will. <laughs> or anytime you see kiss in this show. I see kissing those vinyls back there. You can't see no. it in the vinyl. I could see it on your shirt. We could probably see it on your wall. All right, guys. So, no kiss here. So, so dropping the needle. Welcome to dropping the needle 2.0, episode one. I don't remember what episode we left it on. Um, today's topic: Motley Crue and the farewell tour, the end tour, the whatever the they call final it, tour the is final what they're calling tour. it. So, let's just throw that out there. I mean, what do you guys think of this? What's it mean to you? What are, what are, what are your feelings? Mitch I was going to let Tommy go. Well, Let's go, Tommy. You, you're, Motley's you're, your band. Motley's your, your baby, and you're yeah. the new co-host. But I got some, some distinct opinions, so we're gonna especially throw, after what Vince and Mick have said since the announcement. We're going to throw Tommy oh, under okay. the bus on this one. Let's, let's go. All right. Well, I <clears throat> it's no secret for those of you that follow our three sides that I love Motley Crue. They are absolutely one of my all-time favorites. Mm -hmm. So regardless of whether they're doing a farewell tour or not, I would go and see them as many times as I possibly could. Okay. Whether there is truth to this whole thing or not, I think that they think that's true. But then it could just be a great marketing ploy. My issue is more so with a couple of the things that they are offering that I think are completely out of line. Number one, for those of you that may not know this, the ultimate fan package, which is a meet and greet along with a bunch of other stuff, is $4,000. Thank you for bringing that one up. Yeah, and I, th I thought $4,000 and I get you get a guitar and all that, but it's only three of the four members. And that it's not so much the price, even though that's, I think, exorbitant. It, what rubs me the wrong way is either do it with everybody or don't do it at all. So, so, and, so let, let, me, let, me, let me contribute a little bit to this. You so, could go on a cruise for that price. So well, yeah. when, when Motley Crue did their first VIP meet and greet packages years ago, I uh -huh. set those up when, when I was working for Signatures Network. I think they were $400 yep. to meet the band, and it was all four yep. guys. Yep. And... Um, wasn't a lot of shows, but there was probably in the course of that tour two or three shows where either Vince and or Tommy didn't show up to the meet. And right. They were they were at the show. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They were there. They just didn't want to come to the meet and greet, and that was a big hassle because you got fans that were pissed. Oh yeah, and of you course. Had, you had to you had to refund money and 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 everything else, and then. Was it about a year ago? Tommy came out publicly stating he does not like these types of things. He's not right. going to take part in them. Okay, I get that. That it's his right to do that. Mm -hmm. But as Tommy Summers just said, to sell a four thousand dollar ultimate fan package, and 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 here's basically what it includes: a guaranteed ticket in the first or second row, or early nice. entry to GA. 
Well, I'll come back and comment on each of these. Okay. Um, it includes an individual photo with Vince, Mick, and Nikki. But not a group photo. Doesn't say group, only an right. individual photo. It includes a tour backstage and on stage. It includes a guitar that's personally autographed. It includes like $400 in merchandise coupons. I think it includes some other autograph stuff. So my first thought was, for $4,000, you should freaking guarantee me front row. Not mm -hmm. second row, front right. row. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I think they're probably doing that too, Mike, because they think that there's going to be enough people signing up for this package with that and the meet and greet <laughs> that they're going to need first and second row to accommodate everybody, well, which I don't. I, sort I, of. I, I, I sort of. I also think some of it comes from ticket allocations. Yeah. They, they always say first or second row because you can never really guarantee front row because who gets front row tickets? Sometimes it's friends, family, industry people. It's. But I'd rather have second row in the center than first row on but, the but, side. But, but, it's, but it's, just the whole point of, it's just the whole point of I don't think you're going to sell 25 $4,000 packages per show. You might mm -hmm. sell maybe what? Maybe five. If and that lucky. even that seems maybe three, two, one. I think one. <laughs> so it, it seems. I, I just hope to hell they do all end up with front row. For that kind of money, you should get front row center. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but get, I mean, listen. The promoter takes his pull. The the, the, the beer company that, that owns the venue takes their pull. I mean, it's you it, can't it, you can't guarantee you it. You can't guarantee anything. But I'm just saying that I I hope they get front. Individual individual photos. That's cool, but I still think you get a group photo. Right. But, but how is that defined? Because when you go see kids, for example, and you're there with your two kids, they throw everybody in at once, and that's sort of the group photo. Does individual mean that you could actually stand yourself with the three guys, or does I, it mean... No, it's no, no, no. I read it completely as you meet Nikki, you get a photo with Nikki. You then go stand next to Mick, you get a photo with Mick, you go stand next okay. to Vince, because... Because the other package below this says a group photo. Right. I see, For 1,028. Right, right. See, with Kith, when you show up, sorry, with, with other ones, when you show up with your family, it, it's all three of, no, but uh, that's the only other package I really know of. They throw that's all of you out. together. You can't go in. Like, oh, no, I no, couldn't no, have. No, no, I, I get what you're saying, but, he, but the but, way it's presented in these two different one, packages is, individual photos and then the other package is a group photo so i'm taking it that this ultimate fan package you don't get a picture with all three guys okay. you get three individual pictures now an individual picture is cool but i think you should also get the group photo mm -hmm. yeah i agree now 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 you've also got a guitar which some people are going that's fucking cool Listen, unless they're really, really generous here, this is probably a $35 piece sponsorship of piece of shit guitar mm -hmm. that um, has no value to play. Right. And probably can't be played. So, so don't act like that autographed guitar has got a $1,000 value to it. Unless mm -hmm. it is a real... Well, I mean, here, listen. Gene Simmons, I didn't say the band's name. Sells stage, Who's he play with? Stage played bass guitars for five thousand dollars. Right. So you get an actual playable, all. real bass 
played on stage, autographed, and a meet and greet for $5,000. So I want to know what kind of guitar Motley Crue's given you. Is it, a, is, it a, is it a real quality guitar or is it a throwaway endorsement no, guitar? It's not a quality guitar because they expect the fan who buys it to stick it up on his wall and cherish it and never... Yeah. Touch it, so then at it. least smash it for us so it looks cool. So so right. so four thousand dollars. As Mitch said, you could freaking go on a cruise for a, four thousand. Never mind. You could, well, no. Here you could go on the Monsters of Rock cruise. <laughs> yeah, which is like what, four or five days, and mm -hmm. see a hundred other bands, metal bands. Now, okay, it mm -hmm. ain't Motley Crue, but there's a great list of bands on that Monsters. Oh, of absolutely. Rock yeah, agreed. Four thousand dollars. I was just like, holy crap. But like we've discussed in the past, there is something for everybody. So it, for the people that want to do this, great. God bless you. I just was offended because I've got a problem with Tommy Lee right now. And here's the issue for me. When you're talking about Rush with Neil Peart, if he doesn't want to do... Peart? I think that's how it's pronounced is Peart. Not pert. That's what I've been Whatever. told. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so if he's never done it, period, end of story. And I get that and respect it. And if that's how Tommy feels, fine. My issue is I've seen them, I God, I don't even know how many times. And something has changed over the last year or so. And when I saw them last summer, both times, Tommy was at his drum kit. There were no lights on him. You could barely see him at all. He didn't say one word to the crowd. And usually he is like, part of the highlight of the show for me because he's really funny and he comes out and talks to people and stuff and then he went right on Twitter after that and was kind of slamming the crowd like this was a lame crowd and I don't know I was standing right in the middle of it and people were going crazy for him so it, some of it it just feels like you know why would you why wouldn't you want to if it's your final tour meet your fans I get the uncomfortable piece but it just I don't know there's something that I, I think it's just, step up he's and doing just ba it. basically step up and have some balls and thank these fans for doing this. It's the right thing to do. Yeah, but I, that, but I had understood that Tommy didn't want to do them because he thought it was what's the word criminal or, or cheesy to charge fans to meet him. I, I, that's how no, no, no how, that, that's how I understand it too. Right. So, and if that's now. and then okay, so if that's true, then I retract my last statement. But then make yourself available and say, fine, I'm not going to charge you guys, but I will be the fourth signature on that guitar for you. I will pose for a personal photo if you are around. Or, or you know, hang make, around make the buses a, and, and yeah, make yourself available for people. That's all I'm saying. And the reason I take it personally is just because I'm a big fan of theirs. I always have been, literally since '81. And you know, I've never had the opportunity to to. I have met a couple of them, but it's just like I feel bad for the people who really, really want to be a part of this. I met some incredible people last summer at these general admission shows who I know will spend this money, and it's like. Man, give it, give them all you got. And you know, and and let, let's just be clear here. If you feel like that's worth it to you and you want to spend it, go for it. Mm -hmm. I think what we're saying here is to us, we don't see the value in that. I don't see four thousand dollars in value in that package. And when when I put together these VIP packages years ago for Motley Crue and that other band that wears makeup and and other bands, that was the big thing. Was like, okay, I want to make sure. 
that in the fan's mind, they can total this up and go, wow, that's well worth more than $1,000. That's more than $400. That's more than $500 in value. I can't, I can't get $4,000 in value out of this package. When, when, especially when you compare it to the next package below it, and the big difference is no guitar that's autographed. The the package below, which was how much, Tommy? Twelve. Uh, I think it's a thousand forty nine or a thousand twenty eight, something like so, that. So basically, a thousand dollars. You still meet the band. You get a group photo as opposed to individual photos, and you right. don't get a guitar. And I don't know what the tick the seats were promised, but there was something in the first, first five rows, ten rows, ten five, rows, five or ten, ten rows, five or ten. which that's fine too. It's just again, why can't all four of them be there? You know, and I get what Tommy's saying, and I understand that. You know, um, I know musicians who are similar to him with respect to not. They feel uncomfortable meeting people, and if if he's truly saying he doesn't want to do it because he feels it's a ripoff, then great. That that I understand. But like I said, make yourself accessible to people. Yeah. Well, it would be yeah. nice, but you know, if he walked out just before the. Uh, before the opening act and signed a couple autographs with the first few people in the front row or well whatever you know anyway so so what do you think about this being the end I don't believe it well you know they signed this cessation of touring contract which as somebody else put okay what does that mean we the fans can sue them if they freaking come back and do another tour I mean come on talk about a it was a beautiful marketing stunt. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Beautiful. I mean, somebody else should have done and, it. And by the ago. way, the way I see it is that they said they would stop touring as Motley Crue. I mean, they could go out as the Bellflowers tomorrow morning, and they'd they say, oh, well, we're as, not Motley as, Crue. As Nikki Six, Vince Neil, McMars of Motley Crue. Yeah, I mean, you mm-hmm. know, formally of Motley Crue. I mean, I, I think so, the, the, the devil's in the details. Well, yeah, and, and how I view it is, is I think that what they're saying is, is we are not going to continue to do world tours anymore. But I can't see how they would turn down a residency in Vegas, you know. Yeah. I, I just I think they're too good to quit, and I get the whole thing playing to empty halls or half empty halls. And let's face it, you know, farewell tours go on forever, and um, you know. Let, let, here, and by the way, here, not, they didn't say it was a farewell tour. They said a final tour. So that doesn't right. mean they're going to cease all other operations. As Vince right. himself said yesterday, he said... Seen, I didn't hear that. So what did oh, you hear or read? Well, well Vince was, was mentioning to an interviewer that they're still going to record songs. They're still going to make albums. They're still going to show up on soundtracks. They're still going to do merchandising. They're still going to be an active brand. But they're just not going to do tours. I, I, had, I had basically, I don't know, it was about a week or two ago when the news first started to leak about this. I want to say, and I wish I could find it, I saw somewhere where I swear it was Nikki who said that Motley Crue as a band is done touring, but that doesn't mean in the future we won't show up and do an occasional gig here or there. See, right, I think they'll do the one-off sheds in the summer. And, and that's what Vince was sort of saying as well. And, you know, Mick Mars was also saying that he's now going to go tour and he's got a country music he's thing. He's going to do a solo album. And- solo album. And what I find interesting about Mick saying that is that a lot of people right away said, Motley Crue, 
is because Mick is sick, he's going to pull out, they're going to bring in DJ Ashbar, some other guitarist, just not call it Motley Crue and continue with four guys, just not calling it Motley Crue. So, of course, Mick says, no, 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 I'm not sick, I'm going to go tour. You know, I, I, I don't buy it. I, I don't buy anybody... I don't buy a farewell tour from anybody as being farewell. It might, as you as you said earlier, Tommy, the intentions right now might be good and honest. Mm -hmm. But many a reunion tour has come about after farewell tours yep. because a lot of money has been put on the table. Yep. Oh, somebody got a divorce and they need to come up with some money to pay yep. support. Um, who knows? I mean, there's a lot of reasons why reunions happen that, that most yeah. fans don't know the real reason. I mean, seriously. They need to stimulate the catalog. Divor because, divorces you know. have a lot to do with some bands getting back on the road. Right. Well, and the devil's in the details, because if you take a look at the Farewell Kiss Tour, it's a technicality. They got out because it was to the original four. Didn't Exactly. But even the press was like, well, wait a minute. I thought you guys were going away. Well, no. Technically, the four of us did, but we're carrying on. Uh, the reason that I'm passionate about this particular um, subject is because I really do. I love seeing them. They've always been one of my favorite bands, so it's sad to think that they won't tour. But if I can see them... And in a shed every now and again, that's no different than them being on a world tour because they don't come very often. It's just like what Alice Cooper had said the other day. He doesn't understand why so many of these younger bands don't want to be Motley Crue or be these large bands with these huge productions and all of that because that's missing, you know, at yeah, least I mean, from my perspective. I, I, I will say I'm a Motley Crue fan. I mean, from, from first album. I've always been a big mm -hmm. fan. I've seen them on many a many tour. Mm -hmm. um, I actually applaud them because they usually change things up every tour. It's a completely yes. new stage set. It's a completely new round of effects. Unlike yep. other bands that we are fans of that beat the same thing to death for 10 years uh, in a but row. But then again, Motley yeah. does stick to that tried and true set list Listen, as well. I, I'm not even going to get into set lists. Right. The same argument about set lists we have in our other show can apply to every other band that's out there. So, But the difference for me is the, the, the catalog that Motley chooses to play does not get old for me, for right. whatever reason. I, I don't agree. know why. But, but, but I think part of it is because a stale set list isn't quite as stale if it's a fresh and exciting show. Absolutely, I would agree with that. And they you know? see, listen, when, when they did the reunion, the Carnival of Sins... That was mm -hmm. the coolest show I've ever seen. I, I, I remember I was working with them at that point in time, and I remember seeing that first setup in um, Puerto Rico. I think that's where their first show was. Yep. The day before, they were kind of doing a dress rehearsal. And I st stood back in this empty arena and looked at this and thought, holy shit, this is what I, I need to get a dollar. This is what Kiss Psycho Circus hoped it could have been. Totally. I would, yeah, absolutely. I was... My jaw was dropping when I saw literally a full freaking circus tent on stage and all of the, mm -hmm. you know, and they change things up every freaking tour. Right. I mean, how many times has Tommy Lee changed his drum solo and drum effect? I still remember back on, you know, what was it, the um, Girls, Girls, Girls tour where mm -hmm. it, it came yeah. out and it, no, it's I... 
No, that's, no, no, no. That, that was, was theater, the of pain. theater of pain. Theater of pain is where it came out and it just went at an angle. And I was Everyone's just like, like whoa. <laughs> and then on Girls, 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 where it came out and it spun, I was, I don't, nobody, even whatever Tommy has done since then, has never surpassed that moment for me when it comes to drum solos. I agree. So they, they are great about that type of stuff. And I'm sure right. this tour is going to be all brand new and surpass everything yet again. <laughs> um, and I haven't bought tickets to it. it, it it's gotten to the point now where if I want to go see a band in concert, I just kind of wait till the day of the show and <laughs> just go down there about five o'clock and get the best single seat I can get at five o'clock, which usually is a pretty good seat. Yeah. Right. Um, I probably will do that for Motley. Mm-hmm. Probably. Well, I plan to go several times. But I, I still just, you know, one, I the, the, the VIP packages, absolutely no value to me. I don't see where that's $4,000. But, but, but is that because you've met them and you worked for them, so it's nope. not the same excitement as some? No, no. I mean, again, I would look at, I'm, I'm just looking at it piece by piece going, $4,000, you better okay. fucking give me front row. But if you were just this sort of run-of-the-mill, or not, not run-of-the-mill, but average fan in Iowa, and you've never worked with any bands, and they come, and you had this one chance, and you had the money, that it still wouldn't compute? Not $4,000, not to meet three oh. of the four guys and only get individual photos for them. I mean, it, listen, it is incredibly expensive. I would have to be like a multi-billionaire to even consider it. And, and believe right. me, I'm sure there are going to be a handful of fans who have that kind of disposable income that will do it. God bless them. If they have a great mm-hmm. time, good for you. I I could never do that. The the $1,000 package? Yeah. If, if, if it was all four of them, if yeah, it was maybe. All four of them, maybe. I could I could say $1,000 is is justifiable for a VIP package because how much would it cost you to get a front row first second row ticket even if you scalped it right you know this is the only way you're going to basically be able to meet any guys in the band get autographs mm-hmm. you know that that i i can start justifying the value right well and, and and they also i think they need to to open it up again to people like they did when they first got back together was it for um it wasn't the 96 generation it was swine. back generation swine thank you yeah and you could you could videotape, you could take all the pictures you wanted. Do that for the fans also. Because people, you know, people just want that for a momentum. Memento. Momentum. Yeah. yeah. Momentum. Yeah. And you that's know? where that's where I got to meet them and it was in Toronto at a small club and after the show you got to go back there and Tommy took a picture with me and I got I had pictures with Nikki and stuff, but they unfortunately disappeared. But everybody was there, nobody charged. It was very sort of family-ish. Well, and I get that when you're going on a big tour like that, you can't just do this for free. So I'm not complaining about the money. I just, the disconnect. Yeah, no, no, no. I I mean, I I agree. I'm not expecting any band to do meet and greets for free. Right. I've got no problems with them charging. I just think, for me, I want to be able to sit down and add it up and go, yeah, I see that clearly. I'm getting $5,000 worth of value for something I'm paying for thousand dollars for right and i don't see i'm getting four thousand dollars worth of value in that package that's a two thousand dollar package right right 
And, you yeah. know, I won't be surprised if we see it get adjusted. Or just disappear because nobody bought it. Right. Now, well, yeah, there's that too. Let, let's, let's talk a little bit about the opening band. Alice Cooper, good choice, bad choice, disappointing. Fantastic. Love Great him. choice for the fans. Yes. Great choice. Not a better bill could have been put together for the fans. I only hope that Alice Cooper is able to do everything that he wants to do, and it sounds like he will. I saw him, what was it, last November. We talked about this, and God, it was the best I'd seen him in 25 or 30 years, and a lot of it has to do with the band that he has with him. It, yeah. They are amazing. So I am so excited and can't wait for this. And I've already had several people call me going, I really want to go. Are you going to go? Because, one, it's the Motley Crue thing that's, you know, their final tour, but just the fact that there's a lot of people who've never seen either one of them, which and Al my Alice mind, is great. I mean, I, I absolutely yeah. love Alice and and his band, Ryan Roxy, Glenn Sobel, Tommy Fredrickson, just all yeah. and Chuck Garrick and Orianti, of course, not, all not, fantastic. But some people say Motley Crue's from the '80s. They should have chosen a, a, an '80s band. Oh no, screw that. I mean, I no. I, th I think uh -uh. this is this is the perfect pairing for Motley Crue. I, I will say, I said this in our other show, I do think just, it's a little sad to see somebody like Alice Cooper open for Motley Crue, because yeah, cle clearly Motley Crue is, is, is influenced significantly by Alice yeah. Cooper, but other than that, the fans are going to get a kick-ass show. I haven't heard if anything was said, but I would hope Motley Crue is not going to limit Alice to a 30-minute set and cut down on his stage show. You know, it would be great if he got to do an hour show. Well, I, have, I that's think we're have understood that it's 60 minutes. And then right? Motley plays for two hours? Yeah, and I also think that's part, and, and correct me if I'm wrong or, you know, somebody knows better, but when Alice went out with Iron Maiden and all that, I think part of the stipulation is that he gets 60 minutes, otherwise he's not on the bill. I, I, that's right. what well, I've I figured understood. it was more eighty eighty. Yeah, I just assumed it would be eighty eighty, like when they did the tour last year. You know, which it, it's for me. It's like if you're going to have to have an opening act, Alice Cooper is the only choice for me. If you can't get Alice Cooper, then give me no opening act and a two and a half hour set and take an intermission, Could like they on. did. The last thing I'd want to see on this tour is Cinderella or the Bullet Boys or Fire and. and Listen, I got. I love those bands. I just don't want to see that on this tour. That's. I don't. I think that's not what this is about. Right, I agree. And any more than I'd want Cheap Trick on there, and I love Cheap Trick as well. Yeah, and you know, some of the bands I would like. You know, some of the bands I'd like to see. They would end up being double bills. Like Aerosmith with with Motley Crue could be cool, but then it wouldn't be a Motley Crue final tour. It would be an Aerosmith Motley Crue tour, and that's the Bob whole zombie. Rob Zombie could be interesting. Yeah, the Aerosmith thing would be a train wreck because if you cut them down to 80 minutes, then all they're going to do is give us nothing but a garbage set they, list. They, they, for, for Motley Crue on this tour, it can't be a co-headlining. Right, exactly. That's exactly it. It's right. got to be yeah. Motley headlining with an opening band. Alice right. Cooper is opening. I think Rob Zombie would be an opening act for Motley Crue. Aerosmith mm -hmm. is co-headlining. It's co-headlining, right. and, and everybody else that I could think of, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, they're all co-headlines, and so I guess Alice is your best bet. Mm -hmm. but, but I don't want people to think that Alice is somehow you know, down on his luck and that he has to open for Motley. Alice has a very interesting touring philosophy. He does 100 shows a year. 
He does, you know, uh, theaters, and he's just very happy being where he is right now. He doesn't need to be an arena act. He doesn't need to be the headliner. I, I, he's just very comfortable, and, you know, having been around that camp, I mean, they go shopping in the afternoon, they go to golf, they come and do the show, they go to the next town early. Yeah, I was actually surprised Nobody that cried for Alice it. Cooper on this one. I mean... It's not. He's not been downgraded by opening for Motley Crue. No, I, oh, I, no. I, I, I don't see that at mm -hmm. all. I see right. it, it again. It's a great. It's a great pair. Yeah, couldn't be at, a better match. Musically, it is. It really is because you can hear the the Alice Cooper influences in the Motley stuff, and then in the later Alice Cooper, as he got into the Poison era, he started sort of taking stuff from Motley Crue. So they sort of fed off of each other. Right. It's going to be great. It's going to be you know three hours of hits yep you know great song i mean from schools out to home sweet home to billion dollar babies to you know live wire just so so let me throw songs. let me throw one more topic out about motley crew before we wrap up here the other thing that i thought was kind of cool is the whole press conference they did around this mm -hmm. it was it was very dramatic the the tombstones it just you know it looked very cool yeah um I miss that in rock and roll. Mm -hmm. I, that's miss, what, that's, I miss that. Now, now, yeah. okay, someone's going to say, well, Motley Crue and Kiss did a press conference a year ago. That was not a press conference of any real magnitude. That was two bands getting up on an empty stage in front of a backdrop and basically saying we're going on tour. Right. I'm talking about the, the, the press theatrics. conference. The, the theatrics. The theatrics. The, the announcement of the reunion tour. That type of theatrics. A big event. Um, I thought that was very cool. Motley Crue has always been cool about that type of stuff. Yeah, and I that's think one it, of the reasons why I'm so they appeal to me. I think it shows a great understanding of social media because when you go to Twitter and you just see that picture of Tommy or whoever in front of the headstone, you go, "Oh, I got it." You don't have to have the whole story. You don't have to have three paragraphs to explain what's going on. And you go to Facebook and you see that one picture, you go, oh, look at that, farewell. You know, I think it was very well made for a, a very consumable media. I mean, I, you know, as I said early on, the, the signing of the contract, what a great marketing play. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. genius. They, should, you know, they, should, they, 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 they showed the picture that. of the contract, but they never actually posted the no, contract so you could read post, it. They should post that whole contract on the website so everybody can read it. I mean, yeah. that's just, yeah. that's just the, brilliant. That's like the, Kiss pouring blood in their comic book. Well, yeah. and that's what I, say, that's what I was going to say is the only thing that would have made it cooler is if they would literally would have signed, signed it in it their in own blood. blood. Yeah. yeah. That would have, I mean, that for all we know, great. the contract could say no Cheerios in the dressing room. I mean... <laughs> You know. Well, and, and and honestly, I'm not going to call them out on this if they play again in the future. I'll just be like, cool. I, I, it, like I said, it doesn't matter to me whether this is a farewell or final. Call it whatever you want. It's brilliant marketing. I'll be there, and I would be there no matter how they did it. Yeah, I mean, I, I will probably end up going to this show, no doubt. Yeah. They, they put on a great press conference, the great visuals. I mean, everything about this, Motley Crue always does it like this, you know? I mean, they always deliver a great show. You know, show. It, it, it's funny. All right, I'll, I'll throw like five bucks in right now. You know, Kiss has always said that, you know, they show everybody how it should be done. And quite honestly, I think Motley Crue does a better job of that than Kiss has done. 
mm-hmm. for the last Maybe. many years. I mean, right. they, 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 they put on everything. I mean, they just step it up all the time. Visuals. I mean, the show poster, the tour poster is just very cool. Yeah. Unlike a certain movie poster. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you know, the, the, the great thing with Motley is they always deliver. And I would say that it holds true for Kiss as well. But the Monster Tour, Kiss really did step it up in terms of effects and stuff. Well, no, no. I, I, definitely on that. But I'm just saying everything. Motley Crue always, you know, the, 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 the announcement of tours is always big. The, yep. the visuals around tours are always big. The stage is always big. Show posters are always big. Graphics are always big. The backstory is always big. They, the backstory they have always, always done that. See, as, as long as I can remember, every tour, everything has always been, wow. Mm-hmm. Who do you credit and, uh, for that? Is it is it Nikki? Is it all the guys? Is it a, a I, great PR team? I, great management? I, I credit Nikki first and foremost, and I uh, think I, I think it's because. Seriously, I think Nikki has always wanted to be Gene, so he has to do things even bigger and better. Right. And I think Nikki blows away so much stuff that 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 Gene will do. Well, because the difference between the two of them, if you look at it, at least from my perspective, is is Gene is a businessman, which there's nothing wrong with that, but there's nothing dangerous about him anymore. Because we've is talked a rock about star. Exactly, and that's the difference. You you run into Gene at a hotel, and he's wearing a suit, and he's got a little red hanky with a rose on the jacket. You run into Nikki at a hotel, and he looks like Nikki Six from Concert. And he's totally. ready to punch you out if you don't get out of his way. He's a yeah. freaking rock star. Right. He lives it. He is it. Mm-hmm. And, but I he's agree. also he's also brilliant. I mean, let's let's be fair. He's brilliant. He understands what it, he understands the fan experience. He still knows what it is to look up on a stage and go, "Oh, I love this." You know, he he gets it. He understands I, the yeah. visual. There's no disconnect yeah. between the fan. No, no right. none, none at all. Right. Which goes back to where my frustration is about the package. So well, and that's also where the package. I'm sure that on some nights. Nikki Six will be somewhere in the audience watching Alice because he loves that. He he's there for that, right? You know. Anyway, yeah. it, it, good package. I mean, you know, V four thousand dollar VIP aside. Yeah. Package. So Pretty all right. Good. So 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 let's steal an idea from our other show. Let's give give listeners some homework. Okay. Um. Obviously, something about Motley Crue. Um. I don't know. I, it seems too easy to just say, well, what do you think about the final tour? Why don't we ask them, what do you, how do you feel about the package to put together with Alice? Well, any, anything you want to comment what, what, on. What, what, the cessation contract. Do, I guess here, here's a couple, couple ideas that you can use. Do you think this is really the end, the final tour? What do you think about the VIP packages? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Curious to see. Just curious. I mean, yeah. Leave a comment. Uh, boy, I, I, I should have looked up our URL addresses. Facebook.com slash dropping the needle or dropping the needle.com. So we've got a Facebook page. You can leave them there. Um, yeah. You've got uh, the YouTube channel where this is posted. Same place you see all of the other shows we do. Um, leave comments on there. There's actually a Twitter account. But for the life of me, I don't remember what it is. I think you got some work to do. 
Uh, but we kind of Twitter, put this together. I think it was you know. dropping needle or something. I don't think we could fit in all the. But we'll we'll look it up and we'll, maybe we'll, scroll we'll, it at the we'll, bottom. We'll look it up. So there you go. Welcome to Dropping the Needle 2.0, Episode One, with our new co-host Tommy Summers. It's been fun. And, this is uh, not our farewell episode. This is not the end. There's no, no tombstones. Not yet. And it only cost you four dollars to meet and greet us. And we'll refund you at the end. <laughs> and we'll and, we'll buy you a beer. Yes. We'll put a guitar pick under a table in a bar in Minnesota. No, yeah, don't start that. Don't that, start you know. that disaster again. That didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody been banned from a certain bar? No, everything is cool, but we still have to have Scott on to talk about that. So, yeah. All right, guys. So until I don't want to say until next week because we're just getting our legs going on this. I don't know if this. Ultimately, we want it to go back to being weekly, but we got to get our groove going on this. So until our mm -hmm. next episode, please let us know what you think about the, the newly relaunched Dropping the Needle. It's going to help us to determine if we're really kind of hitting a mark here. Yep. Yeah. All right. Until next time. Later. Thanks.